Hi, I'm Trent Maxwell. And I'm Lee Mason. And we want to welcome you to our Live, Learn, Survive podcast. Since 2018, Lee and I have travelled the globe and met face-to-face with over 70,000 children. We've created a series of children's books and Maxi's Rescue Squad where teens and young adults can learn life skills online that will not only help themselves but help others too. We take what we do very seriously ourselves, not so much as you soon will hear. So let's spend the next half an hour together with some fun, inspiration and kindness and we'll try and learn something too. How are you this week, Lee? Maxi, I am here. I am on day five of renovations. Renovations. How's it all going? It's going amazingly. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to live this renovation with me, aren't you? I said that earlier. You're going to just live it with me, but um, we're we're fine. Bit dustier than normal, but we're fine. So, um, so yeah. As long as you're okay, it's it's all good. Look, do you know what? It's like being, you know, it's like being when you first got married again. Everything's like, just like. Out and about. Out and about. Like, you know, you're sitting on camp chairs. I've got, you know, the, yeah, oh, everything's doing two jobs. So, two jobs. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's, it's, um, it's funny <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. We'll, yes. we'll talk a little bit more about it um, throughout the episode, but we'll start off uh, as we always do with a nice quote for, for the, the quote. week. So today's quote is accept what is, let go of what was. Have faith in what will be. Good so I really, quote. I really like that one. It's, um, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we're in the past, just, you know, it, it is what it was. And then have faith that things will be good in the future. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been perfect for me this week. I've got faith in what will be my new What will be, yeah. yeah. So, no, it is. It's a really, because uh, you can't change things. You just have to don't dwell on it, let it go, move on and, um yeah, look, look forward and be positive. Hundred so, percent. Um, good quote, Maxi. Yeah, it's a good quote. I'm glad I found that one on the internet. It was, uh, yeah, I think, it's something, well. something special. So, good find. Uh, moving right along, I've got some music for this one, Lee. Oh. Can you remember when? Can so remember? last mm. night. Uh, I was at work and uh, we're thinking about uh, the can you remember when's because there's few and far between. You know, this is episode 58. We're always thinking of, you know, the, the fact that we've gone 58 episodes and every week we come <laughs> up with uh, uh, can you remember when, it means we've been working, uh, we've done a lot together and we've been yep. working for a long time. So um, I thought it'd be very important to shine a little bit of light and bring a bit of fashion to the this podcast. Well, yes, Mr. Fashionista. Yeah, fashionista. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, me and you met well and truly before Live, Learn, Survive even existed. So, um, can you remember when? Sunrise of Bondi. Yeah, so as people will, will have listened to this and know, like, my background, you know, is predominantly um, fashion. And um, I have had a swimwear label for a very, very long time that now I used to sell it in stores all around Australia, but now I just sell it online. And I'm very, verily, um, you know, sort of closing it slowly because we are just so busy doing all of this other stuff, which is what I absolutely love. Um, And we were introduced by a friend because I was going to create a younger, more active swimwear label. And mm-hmm. um, didn't even have a name when we started um, thinking about it. And um, yeah, got on um, got on a plane, came to meet Mr. Maxwell for lunch in Sydney. 
and yeah, the rest is, is history. history. Yeah, it was, it was some good times. Um, you know, I had no idea uh, about that side of um, reality with swimwear and shapewear and all the stuff that you've done in the past. And, you know, we had a few good meetings and we did a few good, um, you know, campaigns or, you know, photo shoots and stuff like yeah, that. We so did. it was a good we little did. introduction. And then. And you know what, Maxie? Um, we ended up, we called the label Sunrise at Bondi, didn't we? And we had the very first photo shoot at Sunrise at Bondi. Um, and as ever, with anything that you do in business, um, we, we were actually the first label to get printed sustainable fabric to market in Australia. Yeah, and, wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, we're talking 2014. You think of like now we're in 2022 and, and brands are still getting on the sustainable um, bandwagon. And we were the first, the very first. It was a brand new fabric to Australia. It was a brand new fabric to market globally. And we had our own designs printed and um, and got it to market. That said, it was also at that time when fast fashion exploded. So here we um, we are. And it, and it was tough, as it's been very tough for many um, labels in fashion. Um, you know, an Australian-made, ethical, sustainable product, which, you know, it still is. There's still, um, the range is still online a little bit. Um, as I said, I still sort of um, tick it along. And, um, yeah, but that's how we met, Sunrise at Bondi. And um, it's quite nice to um, talk a bit about fashion this week. Yeah. That no, was my world. It's good, yeah. And um, I, I have fond memories of, like, doing the photo shoots and then uh, going up to Queensland and doing some stuff down at Bondi and, yeah, you know, good times, good fun. Um, but you know what kind? We did of have some put, fun. What put us um, on the trajectory of live and survive is one day we did a sunrise at Bondi swim with Maxi at a local pool up in Brisbane, and a couple of yeah. kids come along and did a bit of swimming lessons, a bit of water safety, a bit of you know, uh, you know, skills to in the water, and um, we we kind of did that for about a year and a bit on and off um, with different groups and we thought, hey, let's create Live, Learn, Survive. Yeah, and that's really where, um, you know, it all came from because it was like, oh, hang on, you know, we might have met for one reason, um, but you know what? This is, um, you know, this led us to where we are today and and work that, you know, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong, I do really, really love fashion, but um I love this so much more. So, um, yeah, you, you never know what direction life's going to take you. You never know. And that's that's the beauty of life. It's a, it's one big journey. The highs, the lows, the good, the bad, the ugly, it's uh, it's all one big journey. So Yeah, um, exactly. You know. So, um, so yeah, fashion episode. Let's, <clears throat> uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Later. All right. So <laughs> good news and random act of kindness. Good news and random act of kindness this week. There's a little bit here, Lee. Um, yeah. Well, it's breaking news this morning, Robbie. Um, Maxine, <laughs> sorry, I'm calling you Robbie now. I'm obviously a bit distracted today. Um, be rude not to mention it. Um, the lovely Robbie Williams is coming yeah, back. So to- we've we've never really spoke about um, your your love for Robbie Williams and his music uh, on this podcast. So anyone that doesn't know Lee, um, she loves Robbie Williams. She's seen a lot of his shows and she's very excited. So that's good news for for, I was there in Rock City paying £11 many (laughs) years ago. 
Um, so yeah, so not that I want to skirt about it too much because you know he's, I got all a bit excited because I saw it was November, and then I got a bit depressed because we we were actually in America, and then I realised it's twenty twenty three, so I've got a lot of time to wait. Bit of, bit of time, and, that's good. Um, you know, so excellent news for everybody. Um, you know, that may be like me, because there's millions of us, Robbie Williams fans. So, um, so yeah, so that was um, good news. And then some other nice news that I only saw through Facebook yesterday. And we're not, you know, it's been a very sad day with the funeral, with the Queen and all the, you know, all of the um, tributes and the pomp and circumstance and what an in- incredible um, send-off that was for Her Majesty. Um, but what I found is one of the pallbearers who I thought were the rock stars of the funeral, those eight lads that carried the coffin, oh, my God, what pressure, um, is from Long Eaton, my hometown. So just a little nod to him, two Nottinghamshire lads. So um, <clears throat> so that was just a nice little uh, bit of news that I saw. Yeah, I, I was, I'll, I'll jump in there with um, this sort of stuff. Uh, I, I love my history as everyone or people that know me closely. I love history and um, I, obviously the funeral is a part of history. It's been 70 years since um, there's been a massive funeral like that uh, for for the king and queen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, I was, I was uh, amazed by how much, um, you know, the military, you know, in yeah. the church, the everything was just to, to the second and yes, uh, they did a really good job. And for someone oh. that hasn't really followed the monarchy or the the royals or bits and pieces over time it was kind of good to sit down and watch it and, and understand and see them give her the best send-off possible yeah. and those sailors um was it something like 96 sailors at the front were pulling the gun carriage mm. and there were 40 at the back which were the brake yeah and the way they marched, they looked like they rocked. It was just a sway. And a of, bit of a, oh my wow! Yeah. There's just, a bit of bit of uh, ironically, we spoke about it last week. But um, the spot where we saw the queen um, was where they transferred from the gun carriage to the hearst, uh, where that um, the arch was or the arch of yeah, Wellington it is. Arch. Yeah, yeah. Wellington so arch. that was that was exactly where we saw and it. it. So was, that was kind it of it was literally. X marks the spot. That yeah, is that where was we stood just on that thought, rock yeah. where we waved, <clears throat> and um, and yeah, just uh, bizarre. I thought it was the most spectacular. Um, you know, the pomp and circumstance, even down to the fact um, when the I think it was the Lord Chamberlain in Windsor, they removed the crown and the um, the orb and the scepter from the coffin, and then he broke the wand of that was like to symbolize that the rain was over and it was just like wow you know and that that has happened I think for the last five monarchs Mm. so the gun carriage and the sailors went back from you know the queen's father George VI to George V and right back to I even think to Queen Victoria so I didn't realize that I learned something about that and um, yeah you're right Maxie that was living history they will talk about that day in a hundred years' time, so, yeah, will. Um, and I think um, you know uh, it was it was a good send off. So, yeah. uh, what else have we got here, Lee? We got Patagonia. Okay. So that was a, so all the good news. is aptly with you know obviously you know Fashion Week. Um, the boss of Patagonia, who is Mister, if I get this right with my French or something, Mister Chouinard, 
has basically transferred the whole ownership of the company into two entities, the Patagonia Trust, led by the family, and the rest of it. So 98% of the company is now going dedicated to fighting the environmental crisis. Climate change, yeah, wow. That's that's awesome. I did see that. That's great. And Wow. Um, yeah, I did say that. It was really big news. And, you know, for such a big company like that, um, you know, it's good that they're yep. going to give back to the environment and try and beat climate change and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You, you know, he's been an advocate for, like, one of his famous marketing campaigns was don't buy this jacket, literally only buy what you need. Yeah. Um, and in this day where, you know, we just touched on it, greenwashing is what they call fashion brands that say they're sustainable but are actually anything but. Yep. He's really walked the walk. And um, I just think, my goodness, what what a powerful brand um, doing the right thing. And um, and someone said, if this was simply a marketing ploy, it would be probably inspired, but it's not. It's actually a genuine move to do something better for the planet. Yeah. And I, for one, um, think that, you know, that is incredible. So um, excellent news. Patagonia, what a brand. And- and I've uh, got a few things here. There's, there's a couple of days this week. Obviously, uh, we'll talk about the unfortunate events with you with the renovations, but I think there's been a few times with both of us this week, um, you know, have been flat out with work and bits and pieces, and we've both mm-hmm. uh, just gone for runs or gone for swims. So the message here is uh, even if you're a bit flat or things aren't 100%, you know, just keep moving. Um, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll feel better for it and um, just get out there, throw the arms, throw the, move the legs, Take a couple of deep breaths, go for a nice walk, um, yeah. get some fresh air and reset you. That's really good. And you did say to me, I was giving you all the reasons why I couldn't go for a swim, and you said to me, go for a swim. And I went. I felt so much better. Yeah, that's so, good. Um, so, yeah, good, and, good call. And last thing, we, we have um, we have locked in a few people over the next couple of weeks that we're going to be interviewing and talking about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned on who those people are and what we'll be talking about. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we've been doing behind the scenes work and we'll be working with, uh, or sorry, not working, chatting to a few people over yeah. the next few weeks. So stand by. We will, we will, we will. Excellent, Maxi. That's good. So, um, so you've been at the fire station. Tell us all about it. What's been yeah. going off? Been at the fire station. So here we got some music Where's for Where's the it? music? Come on. So a bit of the action station this week, uh, we've had a number of fires. So the la- I think the last month, every shift we've had some sort of fire. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been it's been absolutely flat out. It's been um, it's been it's been crazy, and you know people just doing silly things. It's just the basics, you know. You need to make sure you keep looking when cooking for kitchen fires. You need to make sure you have a working smoke detector. You need to make sure that uh, you have plan A, plan B, plan C of having an escape plan to get out. Um, having a safe meeting place, knowing the emergency numbers. Uh, you know, people just doing silly things. It's the common stuff. And, you know, with the Rescue Squad each week, we try and release videos to, you know, bring a bit of skill to, to people to learn some stuff to be able to look after themselves and help others. So, yeah, it's been busy. And I've been lifeguarding a fair bit as well. It's been um, not the best weather, so it hasn't nothing too major on the lifeguard front. But um, the fires have definitely been um, busy. It's been... It's been full, yeah, full on. on, full on. Mm, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, as long as, um, you know, just stay safe, people, behave, do the right thing. Do the right thing. And, um, yeah, it's 
just just do the basics. You know, sometimes accidents do happen and I understand that, but if you can control the accidents and, and just be switched on and knowing um, that fire and, you know, other things, you know, if you're not paying attention, things can happen and you just need to be prepared. So just exactly. um, make sure you look after yourselves. Exactly. So, Lee, so um, yeah. I was saying to you before, I haven't got an unfortunate event this week. Everything's been okay. It hasn't oh. been uh, too much of a drama. So I'm just going to play the music for you. Hand it across. What have you got? Oh, well, I'm five days in and I thought I can handle this. And I, I kind of am. Um, so we did the podcast last Thursday because I said to you, tomorrow it all starts. It all 7, starts. 7 a.m. Plumber, 6.58, knock on the door, disconnected my sink, disconnected my washing machine, disconnected everything. Perfect. We're off. We're off and racing. One hour later, cabinet maker on the phone. Ah, Lee, we've got a bit of a situation. We're going to have to move the install date back. That's no good. No paint. What is going on with the construction industry? Like, yeah. I know everyone is, everyone apparently in the world is renovating. So um, nothing too major, just a week. Um, and I said to him, do you do know I took my sink out one hour ago? <laughs> and we had a laugh about it. Um, so, um, yes, we have got a little bit of a delay, which now means that everything else got a bit of a delay which now means that the stone's going to be installed when I'm probably in Newcastle with you. So, you know, a bit of juggling, but we'll get there. And that's We're, Newcastle you know, uh, in New South Wales, not Newcastle, yes, Newcastle in the UK. So sorry for the New, UK listeners. Yeah, no one, everyone just stood, by, stood on alert. So, um, yeah, it's just a bit of juggling, but we can do it. We will get there. And, um, yeah, so I'm sure there's going to be plenty more. Like, it's, yeah. I'm, like, breathing dust. It's, I'm trying to get everything away because, you know, Working in it, oh, it's, it's just... unfortunate, but you know, the go back to the quote, you know, good things are coming from it, so exactly, uh, yeah, I it could have be worse, faith. it could be worse, it will things. be worth the way, exactly. It's a first world problem, it's a first world problem. Just don't plan a visit up, Maxi, because you know, <laughs> the guest room and your um, you know, it's not looking, it's not, you know, it's not, not welcoming, good. it's not its yeah. usual standard of welcome. Well, we'll let's aim for December anyway. Yeah, but, December, um, December. Yeah. Perfect. So, oh, yeah, good. a bit unfortunate, but you know what? We'll get through it. it. It's, as I say, a first world problem. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, um, you got a joke this week, Lee? I've got a joke. Have you got a joke, Maxie? Yeah, I do. Oh, I've got it right here. So, oh, uh, you go. You go. What, Tell what, me. What did one hat say to the other? What did one hat say to the other? I don't know, Maxie. What did it say to the other? You wait here, I'll go on ahead. Oh, these are getting bad. These are getting real bad. They are getting bad. Anyway, I've got one for you. Did you hear about the hen who counted her own eggs? No, what happened to the hen? Well, she was a mathema chicken. Yeah, at least we can laugh at ourselves. I reckon we'll be we'll be cancelled out soon. We needed this. We, we need a new segment. I think the jokes we're are starting our, to get a bit. We're our own therapy, really, seriously. So um, I thought that was quite good. And I did see another one actually. You know, we were talking earlier about Sunrise and Bondi, and one of our mates he shared it on um, on um, 
is um, Insta this morning, Adam Hollyoak, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one to you because um, someone's got a birthday this week later on. Um, so Maxie, I got you so I got you a fridge for your birthday. I can't wait to see your face light up when you open it. That's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. Adam shared that. We'll pay that. We're paying that one to you, Adam. So, um, so yeah, there you go. I like it. I like it. So we're we're sorry for everyone that's not laughing, but um, I know there'd be some sort of a smile there for some people. Humorous. Um, (laughs) Moving right along. Tip of the week. What have you got for us? Tip of the week this week is lifeguard test. So the other week I did my annual lifeguard test, which mm-hmm. is a pool swim and then an M-shape course. We'll be called an M-shape, but it's like a mission down at the beach. And it's quite vigorous. So we go into depth of uh, what you need to do, what you, how you need to train for it, how far the distances are. So if anyone wants to replicate uh, doing it at home uh, or if they've got a lifeguard test that they want to go for, if they want to be future Bondi lifeguards, you know, yep. use all the information. Because we get so, a lot, asked a lot of questions yeah. about lifeguarding. So it's a really, really good um, thing to um, to say. And like, what was it again? 11 minutes, 13? Under, under 13 minutes. So 800 metres under 13 minutes. And, and then you, you did yours in 11 and 13? 11, 13, yeah. So. I timed mine when you made me go from a swim. I timed my 800. What did you get? I'm not going to make the cut, Maxie. You're going to make the cut? 20, 21, 10. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, Ever sorry. Supportive, maybe next year. Ne- yeah, like, but you know what? The fact that you're still swimming and uh, having a crack—that's all that matters. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. And no, and no one else down there my age is—they're all retired anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably yeah. still be. Uh, box might just beat me. Just probably, no, maybe, ah. maybe. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, it's, it's, well it's done, a good. Maxie. It's a good video. It's down at Rose Bay, so still in Sydney. We haven't been able to transfer. Haven't had a chance to travel anywhere, but we're in Newcastle in a couple of weeks, so we'll show you different scenery. But it's good filming around Sydney, showing you my backyard. Um, yes. but music, music Ooh, for the playlist. Up? Um, so a bit of a background for this song. When I was in Italy a couple of weeks or you know, two months ago now, um, this Black Eyed C- uh, Black Eyed Peas song just kept popping up, and it was like their Italian summer song. And yeah, you know, it's always funny. You go to some countries where they don't speak English, you know, in Spain, Italy, yeah, over in South America, but they on their radio, their radios are in different languages or their language, yep. native language, but they always play English songs. And <laughs> for some reason, this song was always on and it's don't you worry by the black eyed peas uh and um you know it's pretty it's very catchy it's probably not the best song but it's very catchy yeah. and it kind of gets your head you, bobbing and you I've got a bit of a funny story me, with it uh, okay tell me the story and then I, you've just made me made me laugh so i'll tell you mine so you go yeah, i've got a funny story so um on the way from rome airport uh, from my hotel in rome to the rome airport we got picked up by a driver the guy could not speak a word of english not one word of english Mm-hmm. No one likes this one. Yeah. Couldn't speak a word of English and he's pointing at the the, the, the the boot of the car to put my bags in, you know, put mask on, you know, be yeah. careful. No word of English. And as we're driving down the freeway, uh, this Black Eyed Peas song, the Don't You Worry song comes on and obviously and it's in English. he sings it word for word? He sings it word for word. <laughs> Uh, so that that was the funny thing I I really thought. So every time I hear this song, 
Um, it's very catchy, but I, I think of that moment in time when this guy couldn't speak a word of English any other day of the week, but he was singing to me and uh, in English, uh, which was yeah. very funny. So what was your story? <laughs> Brilliant. No, you just remind me of one. Of, you just said the Spain and you remind me of one of my um, holidays. As, oh, I can't remember. I, I, I think I was with my mum and dad and, and Andrew probably. So we, you know, we'd all gone over to Spain and um, there was a, song called um the only way is up by yaz i think it's yaz um, it's just one of those exactly what you're saying it was on it was the song of summer every bar was playing it every whatever was playing it and that holiday we were staying at a hotel called levante and my my mum bless her could not remember the name of the song could not remember so for the rest of her life this song was known as Levante because that was yeah, the remember. So, you know, this song might be Rome Taxi for you, Maxi. That's well, how you remember si- it. Well, yeah. it's very similar because I actually didn't know the name of the song either. I just kept hearing it. I actually didn't know it was a Black Eyed piece that sung it either. So what I did one day at work, I was listening to um, – I'm like, oh, it was on every day in Italy when I was driving the car. It has to be in the top 40, the top 40. So I yeah. looked up on Spotify the top 40 songs in Italy. And yeah, I just went there for it all was. 40 songs and I think it was like number <laughs> number 21. I'm like, there you go. So that's there how I tracked it down. Brilliant. Good song. Good song. All right. It's in the playlist. Perfect. Well, we got the Not So Quick Five this yeah, week. Yeah, Not So Quick Five. So back to fashion, Max. I can't wait to hear your answers to some of this. Yeah. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is I come up with these questions, but I haven't, even thought, I, haven't, I haven't even thought about the answers. So. <laughs> probably answer some of them for you so we're mostly style what is your yeah so my favorite style so for me um it has to be you know board shorts uh board shorts some thongs and maybe a a singlet um yeah yeah, i'm very i haven't got the best style to be honest but you know what if if, if i if oh nala Beach icon is what I think that's what your style is, Maxi. Beach think, icon. You know, but I do yeah. I don't mind dressing up for the old occasion, you know, with the RM RM William boots and yes. you know, having the chinos and the and the collared shirt and, and having yeah. the you know looking suave. But uh Yeah, looking fresh yeah. and crisp, yeah, yeah. What so, about you, Lee? Well, you know what? I just said um I, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit the same. I'm a bit like, you know, I'm obviously I'm not in boardies like you are, but I'm a, I'm a shorts or a little, you know, live in Queensland. It's very hot, so very casual. Um, but same, I do love a bit of a dress up every now and again, and I love putting a nice frock on, and um, you know, all the rest of it. So um, that's kind of, you know, I think Australian, we are very, very casual over yeah. here compared to when I used to live in the UK. Our weather's hot. We're all, you know, bare feet and all the rest of that. But the other thing, anything that's slow fashion is style, good style for me as well. So, yeah. um, you know, Mr. Patagonia coat, that'll do for me. So, um, yeah, so a yeah. bit the same, casual, but I do love a dress up. That's I good. do love taking the sparkly pants out for an yeah. afternoon. Nice. Uh, number two, what are your favourite sunglasses? Mm, well, you know what? Again, I'm people that have worked in industry quite often are not the most fashiony people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a pair of. 
well, sometimes I nick your glasses, which is truth be told. I see because yeah. you get sent sunnies sometimes, and I get I nick them. Um, so that's uh, the first thing. But I've got a nice pair of Gianni Versace, which are my only pair of designer sunnies. And this is why I'm really bad for the industry because I've had them about five years. Oh, there you go. And they're still my good pair, and I just like them, and I like them till you know. So. There you go. They're my favourite sunnies. What about yours? Yeah, so back in the day, it used to be Von Zipper and Electric, um, but they kind of phased out. But I don't mind a good pair of Ray-Bans, like a real nice pair of Ray-Bans. Good Um, pair of aviators. The funny thing is I don't – all those three brands that I just said, I don't own any of them at the moment. (laughs) It's kind of like uh, wishful thinking. But uh, I do – there is a factory outlet near the fire station. Uh, It's Carve, you know, surfing brand, and it's like a – factory outlet so all the sunnies are like 15 20 bucks <laughs> so i just yeah. kind of just recycle well, through be, them yeah you'd be wearing them losing them breaking yeah, them yeah. your your sunny is like they're part of your uniform they yeah, work they are. hard they are. so um, uh, um yeah so okay fave uh, what do we got next maxi fave store yeah favorite store so again for me um yeah i <laughs> it's it's funny i come up with these questions but R.M. Williams, I see. Yeah, I'll say R.M. Williams. Yeah. I do get excited when I go in there. Or yeah. um, I was there when you bought running, your boots. You love them shirt, Like a, maybe a Nike or like an athlete's foot or, or something where it's like I do love a good pair of runners as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm going to give my mate, my mate a shout out here. Um, anytime I look rem- rem- remotely put together, I'm normally wearing – my friend is Sasha Drake. She's a Brisbane designer. A lot of it's Australian made. Um and yeah, any time that people, if I get a compliment that I look nice, I'm normally wearing what Sasha designs. So um, yeah, she's my favourite store. Go in there. She's got a thing about, um, you know, just all, all the kind of stuff that I love, making sure you're dressed to flatter yourself, all the things that people in the industry know. So oh, Sasha cool. Drake, she's nice. the girl. Um, number four, what is your favourite shoes? Well, I love heels. I love heels. it. I've got I've got a lot. I've got way more pairs of heels than Andrew knows, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. That's cool. Heels. Yeah, love heels. Don't wear them very often, but, uh, you know, when you get them out, it's like, mm. nice. I was going in hospital once and I went to buy hospital slippers and came home with a pair of stilettos, which, um, <laughs> um, you know, they were there. They were the, my colour. They have my name on them. What can you do? Mm. So that's my weakness. Shoes. Heels. Yeah. So my favourite shoes, I kind of gave it away with the store, but I, I do love the Iron Moon boots. I do yes. enjoy wearing them, um, you know, when I'm teaching or when I'm travelling or when I'm going out for a nice dinner. Um, they're so versatile. But uh, of late... They're an I've Australian bought, icon, are, just like are. you, mate. <laughs> but of late, I have gotten into the old sneaker go and I have got a couple of pairs, like literally when I say couple, I've got two pairs of uh, mm-hmm. Nike shoes um, that mm-hmm. I wear on special occasions to kind of somewhat fit the style. But again, you know. I What, running? Uh, no, no, like just every, um, I wouldn't say like yeah, sneakers. Uh, With shorts and stuff. Yeah, shorts or yeah. jeans, like just very casual, casual shoes. They're just sneakers. Oh, nice. So nice, a couple of Nike nice, pairs. Nice. But, yeah, then I add on to my favourite running shoes. It's a Nike running shoe. It's like yeah. their um, Air Clouds or Airflow uh, things. Yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, you'd go through runners like no one's business. You run like Forrest Gump. I mean, mine can last forever. But, 
not you. So, um, so now, Maxi, favorite jewelry you put on here? What, what's your favorite jewelry brand, yeah. mate? Favorite jewelry. So, <laughs> jewelry, I can't even say the word properly. Um, so, for me, a lot of people didn't realize, actually, maybe early days Bonner Rescue, you probably noticed that a lot of the lifeguards wore silver chains. So, for yes. a long time, uh, myself and a few others had silver chains, and occasionally they broke when you take your shirt off to do a rescue or, you know, just wearing yep. a tear. So my favorite piece of jewelry would probably be still that because it was kind of like a thing that we did back in the day. Didn't you have like um, a whale's tail or something? Yeah, I had a whale's tail and yeah. a few other little things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, since having a, a wedding ring on as well, I've never liked rings uh, mm -hmm. in the sense of, you know, I feel a bit claustrophobic with them on your fingers. I think they're going to get stuck. But um, I've kind of... Rings have kind of grown on me, so got used to it. Got yeah, used, used to, it. to it, so I don't mind the old ring. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really bad with jewelry because I'm not like my mum was an absolute jewelry, jewelry, jewelry girl. She has got stacks of it that I have got to um, sort out one day. But for me, I can travel for a month and take three different pairs of earrings. That's it. That's mm. a lot. I'm just not a big. Um, don't change my jewelry all the time. I'm always it, but I do have a very nice. Um, silver tiffany bangle that i got um that andrew bought me for 25 years of service to marriage <laughs> so that's probably my nicest bit of jewelry and and like you my rings my engagement ring um and things like that so um oh. yeah don't have a favorite brand don't don't be going in buying earrings all the time i reckon the last pair of earrings i bought was like probably for your wedding mm. yeah. <laughs> there we go there we there go. go. So, good yeah, nice, stuff. good, good. It's been so, we're good not good for week. the jewelry business, but anyway, never mind. So, never um, mind. yeah, moving on. <laughs> All right. So, what have we got now? We have Rule for the Rule Book. This week's Rule for the Rule Book. Yes. So, I put this one in, Maxi, because it perfectly fits. The um, fashion theme, and it's a mantra that I follow, which is buy once, buy well. Buy once, because, buy well. Because um, if you don't realise why buying once, buying well is important, I challenge anyone to go and watch. Um, there's a movie, you, you can watch it online, called The True Cost, and this tells you the true cost of fashion, and more importantly, the cost to the people that work in fashion. So the True Cost movie, just Google it. It comes up. You can watch it. It's a brilliant, brilliant doco. And that's why if you watch that, you will go buy once, buy 